it's time to ask some serious questions. You can do this. You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice and real life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to create an extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome to this brand new episode of the Get Unstuck podcast. I am your host, Laura Hassan, and today we are going to be really getting clear on what it means to take personal responsibility and how we do that, how we really embrace that when it comes to coaching us as coaches, how can we ask somebody or expect somebody to take personal responsibility whilst being inclusive, considerate and compassionate around their real life lived experiences? Now, before we go any further, please make sure that you are able to come and join us beyond this conversation. Come to the getunstuckcollective.com and join our community where we get to go really deep all underneath the surface of what we cover here on the podcast episode. So for quite some time, I have been quite uncomfortable with the whole law of attraction, manifestation, um, good vibes only vibe. And I was fortunate enough to be interviewed by the incredible Nicola Ray Wickham on her podcast, the Dream and Do podcast, to talk about being inclusive in the coaching industry. Now, obviously, we are here in 2020 in finally a time where this is being really considered. And we really feel like we've gone through some kind of gateway, some kind of um, opening, if you like, into letting people or nudging people or shoving people, for some people it has not been subtle, into the fact that we have to consider every single person when we are taking a stand and broadcasting content, messaging, and just ways of being onto our audience. And the earlier events this year with George Floyd, the Black Lives Matter movement, and then the subsequent conversations that are ongoing, let's be real about it. Some of it has died down. I know that some people were really all over the place around it when it was in the current times, in the current news. And as time has gone on, it has faded from people's top level awareness. And one thing I really want to bring to your attention, whether this has faded or not, this is not about guilt. Let's get clear. I'm not bringing this into the podcast so that you feel guilty about the action you have or have not taken. I'm not bringing this in to make you feel like what you're doing is not good enough. What we're doing is opening up a conversation that really needs to be taking place on an ongoing basis. And while, yes, we want to contemplate things on 
a subject of racism and inclusivity, we also want to consider every lived experience. So perhaps this could mean gender bias. Perhaps this could mean your economic background, your upbringing. It could mean any kind of barrier that you have that when you hear some of the language that is bandied around in the online coaching industry, you have barrier to entry. And so the perfect example of this was, oh, I I didn't want to talk about this. I really did not want to talk about this. And here we go. Some time ago, I can't remember when, in the midst, it was freshly in the wake of the George Floyd news and events. And I attended a three-day live workshop or enrolled in this three-day live workshop by an extremely well-known teacher in the law of attraction space. Now, when I I had never bought any of this person or this company's products or services before, but I knew, I knew the name, I knew the um, overall message, and I was really excited to dive deeper into the work. When I got into the workshop, one of the breakout sessions was hosted by a panel, and the panel was... Let's say there was no um, scope of diversity in the, in, the, in the representation. Everybody looked the same. Everybody was of a similar age bracket, older than me, um, white, American, privileged. What happened was there was a question and answer session. And people were, this was run by a panel of people supporting the host while they were on a break. And we were encouraged to answer, ask any questions we wanted to ask. There weren't that many questions being asked. You could see them all in the live portal. So I asked my question, which was something along the lines, I don't have it in front of me now because there was an email trail back and forward, which I did share in my group at the time that this happened, because it was a really important thing to be considering. But I put into the comments, one of the ladies on the panel, she she was being asked the question, how do you, because we were being told to put our rose tinted glasses on, right? We, we, We need to focus, we need to stay really protective of our energy and us feeling good at all costs. And one of the questions that she was answering was around, how do you do that? How do you just keep focused? How do you keep your vibe high? All of those, that kind of thing. You know, you know, the kind of question you've heard it asked before. And this um, lady actually had a prop ready, which was a pair of rose tinted sunglasses. And she picked up the rose tinted sunglasses and she literally said, we have to just keep picking up our rose-tinted glasses, putting them on and blocking out anything that makes us feel less than we desire to feel. And my stomach turned. Now, let's be real that when I say this is a well-known teacher, a well-known company, a well-known brand in the law of attraction space, we're talking an audience of millions And there were thousands of people live on this session with thousands more who would be watching the replay. My stomach absolutely turned because here we were in this space, in this moment in time, no less. Now, let let me be really clear here that my belief is the message was not more important because of the time and the current events that were happening in the news. But the fact that there was no sensitivity or awareness to that was absolutely sickening. So 
I typed my question into the comments. I was trying not to react from an emotionally reactive place. And I was trying to remind myself that we're all acting from our individual perspective, right? They have their experiences. I have my experiences. You have your experiences. And those experiences shape the lens through which we view the world. They shape how we interpret our interaction in society. They shape how we understand and translate and just derive meaning and install meaning in our memory as to what happens. It all comes from our individual experience. So I can no less imagine what you are thinking, feeling, and putting together as meaning in your mind as you listen to my words, as I can of this woman who I'm speaking about, or of the parents of George Floyd, or of um, anybody who would be one of my clients, my husband, my children. I can't ever experience the world through your eyes. It's just impossible. It's physically impossible. And so in knowing all of that, I was trying really hard. I can feel myself getting really het up here. So I'm trying to keep it chill. (laughs) I was trying to be as considered and as calm as I could. And what that meant was I worded my question really carefully because I was not there to be a protagonist. I wasn't there just to ask a controversial question or just to put the cat amongst the pigeon. This was not asking a question for the sake of asking a question. It was a question that needed to be asked. It was a conversation that needed to be had. And so I posted in the group and in the little chat box and I said, you know, I understand the suggestion about putting on the rose tinted glasses and I would love to know how you suggest that we take that approach whilst still acknowledging the very needed and real work that is beginning to happen now around items such as (laughs) just a small one of dismantling systemic racism. And Like I say, it was not posted with any intention of, oh, let's see how they answer this one. I was really curious to know because in that time, I was really dissecting my own message and my own voice and I was really uncomfortable. I was really uncomfortable around, well, where am I being, like, where am I not being inclusive? Where am I placing my own perspective and my own privilege above anybody else's experience. And it was a concern to me. Like it was something that was actually losing me sleep and it was something that was of high focus at that time. Now, I've mentioned before here, and this is not unique to this uh, event that I was at or anything else, but the good vibes only vibe is not my scene. Um, I believe that all vibes are human, all vibrations and all emotions are part of the human experience and they are expected. They are normal. And one of the words that I see now posted on every single social media graphic everywhere is to normalize whatever, right? Normalize luxury, normalize um, melanated skin, normalize whatever it is, right? Normalize all the things. Um, Normalizes our trending call to action, call to arms. And one of the things I'm not comfortable with is the normalizing of anything suggesting that any of our emotions are negative, any of our experiences. And and in the suggestion of saying it's negative kind of leads us to believe that, oh, well, if it's negative, it's bad. So if I'm in a negative emotion, 
a negative emotion usually being classed as sadness, anger, fear, anxiety, all of those lower vibrational places, that that is bad. And I have to get out of that place as quickly as possible. So I don't believe that either. As a slight aside, um, so I asked the question and I really wanted to, I really wanted their input. I really wanted to learn and I really wanted something to consider as I was navigating my own contribution to the world of coaching. And what happened next still turns my stomach. What happened was there were about three questions that got posted. We could see it all. It was all visible to everybody attending. My question was ignored. Well, let's, let's not make presumptions. My question was not answered. And so I posted again in the chat because they then went to break. So I posted again in the chat box and just checked with the admin team, you know, was my question recorded? Did you get my question? Did it post? And the one of the moderators came back and said, yeah, we have your question. Thank you. So I was like, great. Okay. And I will admit I was triggered at this point. I I was beginning to feel like, oh my gosh, they just bypassed my question because this was an uncomfortable topic and they don't want to take that conversation in that direction. So the host of this live experience came on after the break and started presenting their content again. And in that moment, and I don't know if this was planned anyway, obviously I have no way to know. I don't know if it was planned anyway, but started speaking to racism and it got kind of tangled. And I'm not, this is not a criticism or a pointing a finger because we, you know, I don't have the answers. I'm sure you don't feel like you have the answers. And I don't think this teacher was suggesting they had the answers. But what was clear was, uh, we have to speak to this and I don't really know what to say. It got quite messy quite quickly. And in the end, it was almost like, oh, actually scrap that. Let's just move on. So, I didn't know, like I say, if that came up because of the question I'd asked or if that was just coincidental, I wasn't sure. What happened next was we went through some content and then we went back into another Q&A session. And so again, I just bounced and said, do I need to post my question again or do you have it on record? And I was assured again, no, we have your question here. I was like, brilliant. So I stayed, it was getting really late here in the UK. And so I stayed up to listen to the questions and the questions went a bit longer this time. And yet again, my question was not answered. And at this point, I am undeniably clear that my question is inconvenient. There is no mistake about it. And I tried to give the benefit of the doubt before I made that assumption. I could feel myself wanting to go there straight away. I sat with it. I waited. I was as patient as I could be. And then I knew my question is not being answered. And we got to the end of the day and they said, you know, you're welcome to ask more questions for tomorrow. And I asked the moderator again, are the questions now being saved for tomorrow? Or, and I was told I could come back tomorrow and repost a question. So I came away, came off the event. It was finished now for the day and I was speechless. I didn't know what to do. I checked the terms of my ticket and it said very clearly that these were non-refundable because it was a live event. It was a non-refundable ticket and it was not transferable, and that the hours of support, we were at the point I was reading this, the hours of support had ended 20 to 25 minutes earlier. So I sent an email, and I explained everything I've just shared here with you, that this was my experience, I'd sat through the content, I'd asked the question, and I was asking the question because I truly wanted the input as I considered this in my own coaching practice. 
And I was really sad that it wasn't considered as a question that was up for discussion. And I sent the email and I asked for a refund. Uh, I said, I understand your policy. I understand this is no refunds, but I cannot be, I do not want to be putting my money in the direction where this conversation is not open. And so I politely request that you process a refund. 20 minutes later, outside of support hours, I had an email thanking me for my feedback and informing me that my refund had been processed. And that made my blood boil even more because what it felt like was, let's just sweep this under the carpet. Let's just pretend this didn't happen. Have your money back and go away. They didn't say that. That's what I took away from it. And again, that was my interpretation and I will own that. This is my perception on what it felt like to receive that. It did not feel good. It did not feel okay. And what happened then was I went to the company's Instagram profile and I looked back. I looked back to see what content have they been sharing? What statement have they been making? What contribution are they making to this conversation elsewhere? Because it's not just about me, right? I'm one person. It doesn't matter necessarily if they answer my question or not. What I wanted to gauge was how are they speaking to this? How are they speaking to inclusivity? How are they speaking to the current events, the very real pain that is happening in our world? And there was nothing. There was one very clearly um, box ticking post that said, you know, we stand with Black Lives Matter. And I went to sleep or I went to bed more appropriately. I went to bed that night. There was not much sleep to be had. I went to bed that night, absolutely sickened to my core. And I know I've said that several times, but it's the only way I can describe how I was feeling because I was feeling, you know, we need to do better. We need to do better. Our collective humans deserve us to do better. Our children need us to do better than this. This is not okay with me. It's not okay that questions like this are sidelined. It's not okay. It's okay to not have an answer. This is what I want to get clear about. It would have been totally okay for somebody to say, do you know what? I don't have the answer to that right now but we are working on it. It would have been great to hear that. But to have it sidelined so blatantly, it was it was really hard to acknowledge that that is what happened. So I sent another email the next morning. I, try, I say I slept on it. That is in my human design to sleep on things, not to make a decision from an emotional place. And I... I was in bed. I did sleep a little bit. And I sent another email the next morning and I thanked them for their response and I thanked them for the refund. And I asked for an answer to the question. I said, I would still love the answer to this question. This was not in any way, you know, just, oh, here's an opportunity for me to get my money back. This was not, you know, an attack. It was seriously this is the inquiry I'm making and I would love your input on it as a really well-respected role model in this industry that I move in. I would really love to hear what you have to say to this, what you're working on, what your suggestions are. And I still to date, and this is months later, have had no reply to that email. So I share that experience with you to preface that 
I have been contemplating this for quite some time. When I did my podcast interview with Nicola, which was a couple of months ago now, I think that was back in August, I I didn't have answers then. You know, I shared some of this experience in a briefer format there and I did not have the answers. But what I know is that this is a call to rise. It's time for us to do better. And what that starts with is it starts with understanding what words you are speaking. So when we speak about, and this brings me to what I really wanted to come here and talk about today, when we speak to telling somebody everything is a choice, and these are words I speak, everything is a choice. Everything that happens to you in your life, you manifested. Take 100% responsibility for your life. What are we really saying? What are we really asking somebody to do? What are we really bypassing when we do that? When somebody tells us about something they are feeling and it comes through something that is not in their personal, close to home creation, it is a collective creation, it is a societal norm and a real life experience that's happening. We are gaslighting our clients, our audience, even our friends, when we tell them, you know, oh, well, just choose to feel better. Good vibes only. We have to do better. Right? We have to acknowledge the reality of every person's lived experience. And we don't have to rush them into a better feeling. Yes, a better feeling is available. What we need to know is that when we say something like, everything's a choice, choose again, which is something I say, the context, the deeper context there and the deeper understanding that I would love you to consider in your coaching practice or your conversations is that every single person, much as we all have our unique lens and perspective on the world, we all have a unique range of choices that are available to us. I may have very different choices available to me than you have right now. It doesn't make your choices good and mine bad or mine right and yours wrong. They're just the facts. They are the choices that are currently available. We all have a range of those at any one time. But to pretend that we just get to choose to feel amazing and put our rose-tinted glasses on is not okay. It's acknowledging, you get to acknowledge everybody where they are in each moment by understanding that yes, you can choose again. And I recognize that your choices may look different to mine. So I don't know what choices you have, but I'm here to help you work those out. And I'm here to hold space and create time and to help you to see what you may not have been able to see before so that you get to choose from an informed, contextual place what feels like the safe and beneficial next step for you to take, not only for you, but for all the people around you, your community, your clients, your family, your friends, everything. So I hope that makes sense. Now, when we talk about personal responsibility, it's a similar thing, right? It's like, okay, and and I had a fantastic analogy of this the other day that really prompted this whole episode because I have had issue with that, right? Okay, if something happens, if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody, um, you know, a lady have her handbag stolen, for example, is it my fault that that happened? Do I need to take 100% responsibility for that happening? No. 
the fact that I'm there, I get to take responsibility for the part that I play in it, for the voice that I have, for being able to help, for being able to support, for being able to offer whatever resources I have available to offer. That is taking personal responsibility. So does that mean that, you know, if I'm diagnosed with an illness of some kind, do I have to take responsibility for the fact that I manifested this illness? I mean, I can if that's something I choose to do, but I don't have to. I don't have to do that. What I can do is I can take responsibility for my health from this moment onwards. And I hope, I feel like light bulbs are going off there because this is the nuance in this conversation and this messaging that I feel needs clarifying now more than ever. So this is quite a different tone to the episodes that you've heard here so far, if you're here for the first time. Other episodes sound a bit different to this, but it's all so relevant. And I feel like there's no bigger and more important conversation for us to be having as a coaching collective right now than this one. As a coach, you automatically hold space, right? That's kind of, it's coach lingo, right? To hold space for something. Now, when we minimize somebody's experience by just saying, oh, you know, just go and dance and change your state and feel better and move on, that's not helpful. That is a temporary fix to a very real long-term buildup. And we don't have the answers. We're not qualified to have the answers to how to change a societal culture. What we're here to do is to empower each individual so that they can stand in their own power and be the voice as they see it to be appropriate to contribute towards what they believe in and the change that they aspire to see happen around them. Oh, I kind of wish I was on a live stream right now so we could have a back and forth about this. So, I feel like I'm going to draw a line there. I feel like this is the beginning of a conversation and I want to keep the episode short enough that it really allows you to pause for a moment and just reflect on how am I, how do I have an opportunity here to really invite people to become aware of what choices are available to them? How do I acknowledge what is happening on an individual basis? as well as understanding what's going on on a collective basis and how do I find balance so that I can really bring out the best in everybody who I experience without minimizing their experiences. So, I mean, right, we are, without wanting to sound cheesy, we're at the tip of the iceberg here. This is the lightest touch version of this conversation and I would love to invite you to join me in this conversation. So please come, come and join me on Instagram. I am at totally Laura. Screenshot this episode, share your thoughts on your stories, share this episode with anybody you know who is in this industry who needs to have a voice on this matter. And let's talk about it. I am here for this conversation. Come and join us in the getunstuckcollective.com. And let's talk about this. Let's have a safe, created container for you to come in and say, okay, here's where I'm stuck. Here's where I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to help with this. You can come and bring that conversation to us and we can support you. Again, I don't claim to have all the answers on this, but together we are able to support each other and find the way that feels right for you to move forward. 
you are amazing. The fact that you listened to this episode, the fact that you have an emotional response, a reaction to this episode and the words that you are hearing says so much about you. So please take comfort from that because I know this can be a really unsettling thing to explore. It brings up so much for you. And while you may feel like I'm really mindful, I'm really conscious with my language, that subconscious programming that is there before you were even born is playing out right now in you and in the collective. And it's our job, especially when we understand how subconscious transformation works, to really embrace diving into that as part of the work that we do when we're in transformation. So come and join me, thegetunstuckcollective.com at Totally Laura on Instagram. And of course, if you loved this, I would so appreciate you taking just a moment to leave a five-star review in iTunes. This is how we get this message into the hands of the people who need it, okay? I need your help. I can't do this on my own. Until next time, stay safe. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.